0: are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Good morning, guys. It's Janet, the higher Self Voice. I made an error last week. I set up the show on the wrong date. So this show is actually, I recorded last week, as you recall, I do the video show and the podcast at the same time. So I did the video show last week, even though the podcast on Blog Talk was not happening. And I am going to now fix that error by creating the podcast this week based on recording that I did last week. This means the show for next week, which was supposed to be in honor of Mother's Day, the upcoming Mother's Day, is going to be a show after Mother's Day because I'm delayed a week. But I know you guys understand, and I thank you very much for that. I hope you all had a great couple of weeks, and here is the show, and it's on my male nature. You'll understand as I go. I think you'll find it as interesting as I did when it happened to me, when I learned about it. Here you go. I don't know how long exactly. It was six, seven, eight, nine years ago. It was a while ago. More than six. I'm out walking, and as I do often, I do a lot of work on myself, a lot of healing work, a lot of neutralizing, a lot of getting information. I work on other people. I do a lot. It's like killing two birds with one stone when I'm out walking. And... I was working that day, um, I decided to work from, from time to time, working on clearing any possible blocks, any resistance, any difficulties, anything related to the unfolding of my career, my destiny, anything along that line. And so I'm starting and doing it, and all, all of a sudden, the higher self say to me, um, you need to work on your male nature. And I'm like, "Uh, what? (laughs) What exactly? How do I do that? And so they explained that, of course, we all have males. We've all led male lives. We've all led female lives. We've led both. So we carry at the soul level, um, excuse me, (laughs) a lot of construction going on in this place. Right now, lots of construction and my balcony is being painted. And there's a um, very nice painter out there who has bad allergies and he sneezes pretty much all day long. So I apologize, but I don't think anyone is going to mind. I told him, you know, God bless you, I don't know how many times already. So he knows that my heart is there. He doesn't, it's not going to matter. In any case, so we. We have the male nature. We've spent many lives as men and many lives as females. And then every time we lay aside the body, all those experiences, everything we've learned, everything that we've talked, every emotion we've had, everything gets moved into the conglomerate soul. So at the conglomerate soul level, we have symbolically a male nature or the part of our soul that has experienced all those male lives, and we have the female nature part that's experienced all the female lives. Well, the higher self explained that because I'm female, I'm much more easily able to tap into issues, problems, difficulties, misunderstandings that I carry from the female lives because it's kind of like you can relate to it or something. It comes up for you more easily. But at that point, whatever many years ago it was, I done a lot of releasing around the female nature. And the higher self came in and said, You need to work with your male nature now. This is, you know, you wanted to release any blocks or any problems or any issues, and so you need to deal with a male nature. And I'm like, um, okay, well, it kind of makes sense to me, but how do I do it? And with that, I think have anybody seen the movie Abyss. It was, I think it's James Cameron movie, and in it, I think it was late 80s, like 89, and in it there was a water creature and it would appear in the movie as kind of this this water that was held together and it had a face on the end of it. And that's exactly the, kind of like how my male nature presented itself. It's like all of a sudden I saw coming out of my center a column of energy It went up curled up to look at me, and there was a male face on it. Now, it wasn't detailed. It was just a general masculine kind of face. I don't remember specifically anymore, but it was very, it gave me something to focus on and something to talk to. And so that's what I did, and I started talking to my male nature. And it was so fascinating. That's why I wanted to bring it to you. This male nature was like the forest not the tree. It wasn't one male life. As I said, it was representative of the male experience that I had been through. And as a result, it had a tremendous wisdom and knowledge and understood um, it's the male nature, what it had done as a male, how it had progressed through its journey um, as the, the male. And it was really fascinating and really helpful because when it presented to me what it had to tell me there wasn't, it didn't trigger for me any anger or any upset I could hear it because it was so non-judgmental it told me the truth but it was non-judgmental it didn't have a, any kind of tone that would go well excuse me, you know, or you might have some sort of defensive reaction it wasn't like that at all so as a result we really had a long talk it lasted for at least an hour maybe an hour and a half I think I walked six or seven or eight miles that day. I just kept walking and walking and walking without realizing I was so engrossed in this information. So he came in and he said, in the early time, remember, I'm a fifth dimensional like those of you who are listening to the show. We carry the facade pole nature. So from the very first license, we volunteered to return and I took on the facade. From the very, um, very beginning, In the beginning, whenever I played out the male role, I kind of, he explained to me, that in those early days, I'm used to the male body. I'm used to a lot of the stuff um, that goes on in some of those societies and cultures that are fairly um, low frequency when it comes to the evolutionary uh, nature there and from a childhood, don't forget you learn how to be a man from watching the men around you your your own father you know your your uncle your grandfather the, your peer group, whatever you learn about what to do you're so young, some of the things that men used to do in those kind of dark age middle age kind of times were pretty not too pretty, and he said that he spent a lot of time at the accumulating wealth, that was very important to him in those early lifetimes because in some of the societies, wealth, whatever it was representative of, sometimes it was land, sometimes it might be animals, sometimes it might be actually some sort of money or jewels or something, whatever it was, property, territory, he got involved in that because that was what he was taught from such a young child, and so he became very focused in those early lives on accumulating wealth. The other thing he did was, you know, many of them were male-dominant, and women were very subordinate, really had no rights in many of the societies, and so he treated women in a way that was abusive, just not really caring about women or people. There were lots, he told me, where he was a soldier, and, you know, in those old days, the winners took the spoils, kind of thing, and he was, it, it wasn't only... Allowed, It was accepted that if you had a big battle and you won, you could go in and you could take slaves, you could loot, you could pillage, you know. You could rape. You could do whatever. And so he did take part in some of those things. Now, these are, he told me, were his early lives. Well, the female part, our soul, me, my side, the female side, was horrified. Just horrified. Just couldn't tolerate it. And started to feel, started to build walls very early on, not wanting that yuck to touch me, you know, and just wanting to, I didn't want to become that part of me. And so I walled off that mail card, and he told me that it was very hurtful and painful. In between lives, there would be understanding, but then we'd move into a, a life and body where, you know, you go, quote, unquote, deaf, don't be blind, you don't remember anything that you learned when you were out of body that you were sensitive about. And so this, this really was not dealt with in those early blocks. It wasn't dealt with. What happened, though, was he explained that he actually figured it out fairly early on. He figured it out, and he began to change his approach. And he moved much more into the spiritual side of life. And his ability to accumulate wealth, instead of becoming the goal, became the support system so that he could, he would build wealth and then he would have the freedom to follow his spiritual path. And so he said that in time, And it wasn't that long. I mean, he didn't give me any specifics. And if he had, I wouldn't remember anyway. But I got the feeling that, you know, after a few, I don't know, 50, 100 lives, he had turned everything around. Lives as a male, I mean. But I was so busy walling him off, I didn't notice. I didn't pay attention. I continued to discount him, to abandon him. He felt abandoned. Um, I continued to... Just wall him out of my life. And so he had been hurt by it, and that's what he was sharing with me. He wanted me to understand maybe he deserved in the beginning some sort of, uh, uh. Uh, but that aside, I never noticed. I didn't see him change. I didn't acknowledge it. I didn't appreciate it. And I just continued to keep the walls up. Probably I didn't see it because their walls were there, and I couldn't really see and didn't want to see. And I was afraid I was going to become like him. So then at that point, of course, as he's talking, I'm helping the both of us to release, and, and I'm amalgamated fully when I get this information, and I'm fully utilizing the healing techniques as, I'm getting, uh, as he's filling me in. So then I tuned into my female side just briefly. And oh my gosh, what was there? Just this tremendous shame of my male nature. Shame. And boy, I started to release that and it just poured out just this shame, this embarrassment, of you know, wanting not to have anything to do with this male part because yuck. So I released a lot of that, certainly as much as I could. And at some point, method they released releases from both sides were happening, that the walls started to come down. They started to dissolve, and they started to clear a path where we could be really joined in one accord, the masculine and feminine side. And that's basically what happened that day. Um, we Both of us were releasing the hurts, the wounds, the misunderstandings, and all of that, the, the ability to not see uh, ourselves and each other and in you know, a lack of understanding, and we just everything started to dissolve. And by the end of the walk, not even the end, maybe an hour into it, I, I really don't know, the, we were able to join in monochord and able to bring the two sides of me into a state of balance. And what came out after that was so fascinating. Okay. Once we did that, the male nature said to me, you know that I have gifts and talents that you've shut off all these years, all these lifetimes that you can now tap into. And I'm like, cool, what exactly, you know? And I was, I mean, this is all new to me. Since this time, I have worked on myself on my male nature a couple more times on some small elements, and I found, worked on it for clients and
1: in my group.
0: The male and the female nature comes up a lot because it's more hidden. From us. We wouldn't necessarily trigger those things that we're carrying the hurts, the wounds, and the thunder. We wouldn't necessarily have those triggered as much as the females, because we're playing, I mean, whatever sex they are in this life, we play out um, that role, and those things are more easily triggered. But in any case, he said, Yeah. He said, Well, for example, I moved into the spiritual life, and I very deeply developed my ability, my intuitive ability. And even though you've developed your own, you can empower that and enhance your own because now we're connected. So you will be able to expand in that arena. Well, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty cool. The other thing is, another, another thing is, because there's more than that, he said you you can tap into the physical strength that I carry as a man, And I'm thinking, wow, that's kind of weird, um, physical strength. Okay, well, that sounded good to me. I don't think of myself as a weakling, but, you know, clearly men are stronger, so that seems very appealing to me. I'm going to give you the results in a minute of these things. And he also said you can tap into the, the financial support element that I carry, the ability for me to make money and maintain it and sustain it. So he said that because you didn't want to become me, every time you began to get a little bit uh, a foundation in the financial department, you cut it right off. Or lose it, and I've had a very big loss pattern in my life, so I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he said it's because you didn't want to become me. In your mind, if you had, had wealth or you had financial support, and et cetera, you were going to somehow become this person who would play out like I played out in those early days, the abuser or whatever it was. So you cut it off every time out of fear of becoming your own male nature. Excuse me. So I said, okay. Then he said, also, you can help with your relationships, not just male-female, every relationship, because now you are in a much more balanced arena. You carry much more balance with the two of us now connected. But you're, you know that your relationships with the, in, the intimate partner um, weren't, did not go well, and, and they didn't. I had two children by two different fathers, and neither father supported me or the children. So they are now close. I've worked a lot on it for my kids, and they, they're now close with their dad. But as he's talking, it just made so much sense for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, Obviously, I had walls between myself and the intimate partner, even though I was completely unaware. There were all issues of not being seen or heard or being abandoned, all of that that I brought in and I manifested in this life. And so the, this male part of me said, so your, male, your male-female relationships, all your relationships will move into a higher state of balance here. So well, that's the really great and so anyway I want to tell you some of the results that happened that next week or two okay on the on the physical side I had started to go to I mean I've been I've been doing athletics my whole life but I started going to the gym uh, many many years ago and at some point I decided to get a trainer because I felt I needed the professional input you know I just you know I didn't know if I was doing it right that sort of thing and also it helped because I was so busy in life at the time when I started it that I didn't it was really hard for me to motivate to go to the gym and somehow if I paid the trainer then I would go I I had an appointment I paid my money I'm going to go so I've been using a trainer for I don't know 8 or 10 years now so at some point Maybe it's longer. Maybe it's a little longer. I'm I'm confused. But the the point of this this is when I got this information, my trainer for six months to a year had kept me at the same weight on everything. And I just kind of made peace of it. I thought, okay, well, you know, as long as I can maintain health and maintain the tone, I, I don't need to become muscly or anything you know and I just kind of made peace with it well the fascinating thing was the next time I went to the gym after doing this male nature thing he raised my rate he raised the rate on all the machines I never said a word I never said a word to him and every single machine went up by I think two and a half pounds you know whatever the, the least amount of weight is
1: and I'm like
0: Oh, my God. The next week, he raised it again. And this went on every week or two for the next few months. And at some point, he started bragging about how strong I was. And he put me up against any woman in the gym. And I'm like, what are you saying? So the point is, it still wasn't a lot of weight, guys. To Trust me, I'm no bodybuilder. But it was amazing to me. It was like some validation, objective validation out of the blue, and who would have expected it? Not me. So that was one thing. The other thing was I've been doing healing for many years and just recently had started doing them professionally, having groups and doing them in the groups and that sort of thing. And I'd have private sessions every once in a while, and I would do them for friends and family. I did a lot of pro bono work. And then there was this gal who's also in this field of work, and she said to me one day, why don't we exchange sessions? And I said, great. So I was just going to do the healing on her like I had normally been doing it up to that point in time. And she would give me. I, I wasn't sure what her work was, so I wasn't sure what her sessions were. But in any case, we set a time five days later, I was going to be doing her. And I'm walking across the living room, like the next day after this male nature healing, and the higher self was saying, You know, it's time you brought the higher self information into your healing and you're going to start with this, this gal. And I'm like, what? And I went into such a high state of anxiety, you can't believe it, because at that point in time, I really, had, it really was the beginning of my soul scan, doing this full-on soul scan. I did them anyway, but not in this way. It took us a whole new level. And I, I spent the whole few days letting go of all the anxiety and the fear. I, didn't, I wanted to do it. I was ready to do it. And I was doing it for my pro bono people because you know, there there's no pressure, you know, and I did a lot of that, and I had a lot of pro bono work at the time. And so I did it. And she didn't notice anything strange. She, she didn't really know what I did. She never said anything like, oh, it's so different. But, you know, she just took it as that's what I do. And I felt so blown away, and it's, I've never looked back. I've been able to,
1: you know, increase
0: my, my ability to tune in on a, almost on a weekly level ever since. I mean, it just keeps going, maybe not weekly back then, but it was slower, and it just keeps speeding up, and now it's weekly. But that was really the start of this, this giant leap forward. Um, okay, so there's the financial. Oh, yeah, financial. The financial is the last, the last one I wanted to talk about. So I had a really big financial loss pattern where I'd make certain amount of money and then I'd lose it. So I got to the point right around this time, and I'm not too clear on the timing, But I had gone through a loss, and I was down to like $6 in my bank account. And I tried to get loans. I have equity in my home, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway, I knew I needed to sell the home because it was too much. I couldn't afford it anymore. And it wasn't necessary because my kids were growing up, and I was empty nest or almost empty nest. I, I don't remember exactly the timing on it. But in any case, the... I was really, really not in a good place, and, but neutralizing all the time, all the financial stuff. And then this happened. And in came, I don't have a lot of time left, so I, I'm going to be really quick. In came two opportunities for me to borrow. One was an old business loan I'd had 15 years before that I forgot I had, and suddenly there was an opportunity to borrow money from that, so I, I bought, borrowed and it was $14,000, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's going to take me, you know, it's going to enable me to get past this period. Um, but I still needed to sell my house. There's a lot of deferred maintenance. And maybe maybe a, a couple, three weeks after that, I got another opportunity to borrow off my credit card. I'm going to tell you big numbers, and you're going to be hard by $40,000. And I did it. Now, before I neutralized, before the mail thing came in, I never would have borrowed ever. I I grew up in a very conservative household, and my father would say, never spend past what you have. Uh, I mean, I really never would have borrowed. But both times, I didn't have one bit of regret or guilt or fear, nothing. I just did it. And what I did with that money is I upgraded my house, I sold the house, and I paid those two loans back and some school loans and, like, kids that I wanted to pay for them, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the point is that I found a way to get out of the financial problem that I never, ever would have used before this happened. That male and female nature happened before I borrowed not before all the financial problems happened, but it came right at the point where I was trying to find a solution. So anyway, the point being, guys, is that it is so powerful. It's so powerful that in honor of Mother's Day, my show next week, is going to um, There is a lot of commonality that the male nature carries with other male natures, and the female natures carries with other female natures. There's a lot of commonality, and that's what I'm going to address. What I learned in my own personal journey was very personal to me and my male nature. But since I've been learning about other people with their male nature and female natures with clients and, and with my meetup group and, and healings I've done on the radio I've learned the commonalities and I work on those as well for myself. And I work both sides. So even though I'm doing the female nature next week, I encourage the men who listen, and I want to thank both Ed and uh, Mike. I heard from them this this past week and I just so appreciate them. I thought, you know, why don't I thank people that contact me right on the show? So I'm thanking them for their kind words. In any case, Even if you're a guy, and I'm talking about the female nature and the commonality, you've been a female. All the men have been female. So work on during the little healing at the end. I I encourage you to work on that. And in honor, about a month later, for the Honor father's Day, I'm going to talk about the male nature, the commonality, and do a mini healing on that one too. That's why I'm doing the two shows next week. One, I'm going to do the 10 o'clock show, just the recording of this show that I'm doing on video. And then at 1045, around there, I'm going to do the show, um, the, uh, the, the second show on the female nature on Mother's Day. So there will be two next week, but within the same time period. My time each week is from this specific time, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. So it's going to be within that time period But I am going to do two back-to-back shows. I hope I can do it. I'm not sure what blog talk allows, but hopefully I can do that. If I can't, I'll do some other workaround. But anyway, we're a lot more complicated than you think, guys. The soul is so complicated. And I barely touched the surface with you all. Barely. But I love sharing it, and I hope you take it in, understand. When I talk about the the commonalities of the male and female nature, I really think you're going to understand yourself and others better, even if you don't actually do the healing, which I hope you will. It's really going to be short. It's going to be short and sweet, but we can do a lot with short and sweet. Uh, So I really hope that you will. Appreciate it, and it—I it, I really think you're going to learn something, and it's going to help you understand uh, more about all of us on the planet, all of us humans on the planet, whether we're facade or true humans. So, in any case, that's the story, guys. And until next week, when I do the double header, of course, you all need to—you won't be getting this this again next week. I'll just be recording for the video the second part on the female nature. But the double header will be on the Block up radio. So anyway guys, uh, I wish you the best week and just know that I appreciate every listener every time. And if you wish to contact me it's jvvmrichmond at gmail.com jvvmrichmond at gmail.com I answer every email, please let me know. Anything questions, comments, suggestions, freak outs, anything. Oh all, all of you guys and with that I'm gonna say goodbye for today. Okay guys, this is Janet in the Now and I was just listening to the end there and there I could not do the double header. I could not find a way on Blog Talk to do it that would work right for you guys and for the video thing, and so I didn't do that. Anyway, so uh, the workaround is that I just didn't do the new show today. I just did this one from last week, and next week, again, in honors of Mother's Day, after the fact, I am doing the, I'm going to do the female nature. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you have a nice week, everybody. I really appreciate it really really appreciate every single listener every everyone you know that i do i tell you guys enough and i mean it and with that i'm going to say goodbye until next week and hoping that your spring is as wonderful as mine okay thanks guys so much janet is a catalytic artist an award-winning author a radio show host and a healer you can find her on her website higherselfvoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is Richmond at gmail.com. for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today, and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly Auto Parts.